I want to remind everybody that change is hard at the beginning, messy in the middle, and beautiful at the end. So I remembered my vision. And it's the most important part of resilience It's to have the vision. It's where you want to get. It's your main motivator. She lives in the wonderful world of the state of hypnosis and finds hidden gems in your subconscious mind. She laughs, she loves, she breathes, goes deep, transforms, transitions, and laughs again. More than anything, she knows that it's just a belief. Hello, hello, this is JT, and welcome to my podcast, It's Just a Belief. Today, I have the immense pleasure to have Natalia Kilienko. Natalia and I have worked together last year. Since then, we've spoken once, and I was so amazed to see everything that is going on for her. So I'm sure you will love her energy. You will love how resilient she is. But more than anything, I'm sure you will connect to her forever uh, sense of hope and sense of of pride and also achievement. She's a high achiever. She's a very professional person. Uh, She's a very good person in that sense of, you know, when you meet her, when you speak to her, when you spend all the hours we spent together, that she's indeed a very, very good person. It's always a pleasure to talk to her. I always end up being so energized when I speak to her. And, you know, I'm going to keep time on this episode, but her and I, when we start speaking, we talk and we talk and we talk. So we're going to try to keep it um, as concise as possible. So thank you so much, Natalia, for being here today. And um, I'll let you introduce yourself. Thank you so much, JT, for such an amazing (laughs) introduction. Of course, it's a privilege to be on your podcast and really uh, uh, show to the world what a change you have inspired in me and uh, and really uh, describe all the improvements I have experienced in my life, in my mindset, in, in, in my uh, purpose, living my purpose after our incredible sessions that I continuously listen to, <laughs> all the recordings that you've shared with me. Uh, uh, really, really, really thank you. So I want to introduce myself. Um, I am a transformational leader. I consider myself as such because throughout my life and career, I, I really have been able to made, make profound sustainable changes in every aspect of uh, both my relationships with friends, within family, and as well as on the professional uh, level. Um, and I'm very proud of uh, all the lives and businesses <laughs> I've touched and, and make made a difference and to um I, I want to give you a little background on myself. I was born in Ukraine uh, and moved uh, to Canada uh, after graduating from high school without speaking neither English nor French. In Montreal, this was the requirement. But I arrived very determined, determined to succeed. Uh, and um, despite any uh, obstacles that I encountered on my journey, just with language, just with learning how to live in a new country, new culture after leaving 
uh, Ukraine that was part of Soviet Union with <laughs> communist states mm-hmm. as that I experienced living. Um, I, I really saw the world of possibilities and I believe that uh, in Canada every dream comes true and I do confirm <laughs> that to, uh, to all the <laughs> listeners here. Um, so yes, um, in Canada I experienced incredible success and I did make all my dreams come true uh, professionally, per- personally, and uh, and of course uh, on, a, on an academic level. Canada uh, allowed me to learn languages and uh, meet incredible uh, community of professionals and friends and uh, really allowed me uh, to um, to grow and learn and, and experience um, a world uh, uh, from from an incredible perspective, and I have gained ex- international experience. I lived in Canada for 15 years, then I realized a dream of mine to move to Monaco, where I, I lived uh, as well four years. Now I'm back in Canada and proudly uh, working for an amazing organization where I'm leading uh, one of the transformational projects at the global level. So really happy to contribute to that. And this... Um, this new um, changes in my life that are recent after moving back from Monaco to Canada is where Jenny uh, Lynn, you really supported me through this transition of uh, moving into a new um, industry for me. I found it as a challenge and um, with your help, with your support and, and, <laughs> and guidance, certainly it was uh, possible and I have... Um, grown further and uh, in, in a professional and as well as uh, on a personal level. So I'm incredible. I, I have experienced an incredible level of uh, self-development and growth throughout this um, uh, after our work together in the past year. Mm. So Natalia, you know, people sometimes think uh, people who do hypnosis, they're like, hoo-hoo, people are there, you know. <laughs> And you've studied very serious things, right? So maybe yes. you can talk about what you've studied and what is your background from an academic perspective. Thank you. Thank you for asking, uh, Janelle. So, yes, my background is in, um, I mostly focused my uh, studies on business. So I have uh, accomplished <laughs> many, many different uh, diplomas. So I, I have studied um, um, accounting. So I have a diploma as Bachelor of Accounting from Concordia University. University, and then I um, actually um, uh, wasn't satisfied. It wasn't sufficient for me, so I went back to Concordia and obtained a diploma as Executive MBA. Um, following graduation from as an Executive MBA, I then uh, realized the dream dream of mine to uh, study in Monaco, and I have obtained a diploma of. Uh, master's in luxury management good and services which is very complementary i believe to every business because the luxury industry is extremely um innovative and forward looking and uh, uh, employs the best talent. So it's great to learn from them about how to, to create client experience and then apply it in all industries across, <laughs> across the world. So that's why I was very passionate and interested to, to learn from the industry leaders on how to create client experience and, uh, 
and add value. Uh, that's where the competitive advantage comes from, I believe. Um, additionally, we've many very yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Go additionally, ahead. yes, because my, the no. list is long. But and <laughs> additionally, I have a, a project management professional PMP prof- uh, certification and Lean Six Sigma Green Belt because. I am passionate about continuous improvement and change, uh, you know, maximizing the effect of uh, change in the organization. So as a result, I also made sure that I'm qualified and well-informed on, on those uh, topics. And, and, and then we're going to talk about the Resilience Ambassador later, which is yes. another uh, training, right, that you take, that you took, um, we're going to talk about. But before we get there, so... You have to know, we were living a few, I think a mile away. We were like, you know, by a fluke, we had this call um, following something. I sent you a message on LinkedIn. Then we we talked for 30 minutes. And then you were living like very close to my place. And you said, oh, I'm coming. I'm bringing the money now. I'm coming. And we're starting the work now, now, now. (laughs) So you were really, you were really determined to start the work, which was, which, which is very, uh, a very important condition. I I would say, uh, this is the type of work you have to do because you want to do it, not because you're reluctant, because you're pushed or because it's the, the next thing to do. You were very, very determined into doing the work, but maybe you can share uh, when you came back from Monaco and we started doing the work together, what was really going on for you that you wanted to change? Yes, thank you. Uh, so um, thank you for this question. Um, what I wanted to change was um, during the process of, uh, you know, transitioning from uh, Monaco where I spent uh, almost uh, five years living and working for uh, almost five years uh, back to Canada. Uh, of course, I was bringing back a different mindset, uh, more, more experiences that uh, potentially had a different um, different consequences on me. And as I had to adapt to new uh, lifestyle, to a new culture at work, to, to a new uh, uh, living, and especially within COVID, during the COVID uh, time, certainly uh, I started sort of recognizing some limiting beliefs in me that, that, uh, that I thought were preventing me from doing my best in my work, from maximizing the results of my self-development. And uh, I, I'm somebody who always looks for areas for improvement, whether it's at work or within myself, and immediately look for solutions. That's why I, when, I, uh, when we connected, I believed in, in you and your ability to make a difference for me. And it's, it's an important factor, right? Um, so your confidence, your expertise, your interest in me really uh, added that, that important uh, element into my in, uh, quick decision making to reach out to you and find that for, uh, first <laughs> availability for both of us to, to start working because uh, I feel that time is of value. So the faster you address uh, your issues, the faster you will get gain results accordingly. So um, yeah. yeah, that is that is that is typical of. Uh, I, I think we can see you're an A type. You know, if we if we want to, I don't like label, but I think you know you you recognize yourself. You're an A type, um, high achiever. Uh, somebody who's doing the work wherever you are, whatever you do. So one. 
you know, when we look at it from outside, we may think, oh, this woman, you know, she has full confidence. Everything is perfect. She doesn't, nothing, you know, nothing, she doesn't, not, she doesn't need to work on anything, but there were things that you specifically wanted to work. Can you name one or two um, so that our um, people understand really where you came from? Yes, thank. Of course, uh, limiting beliefs. So basically, uh, I want to say in generally. So uh, when I was faced with situations uh, in in my new new role. Instead of being curious and, and addressing them with uh, with uh, open mindset, I, I would often go back to uh, similar scenarios that I lived in the past and assume that I would get the same result. Meaning, so I was projecting forward something that happened in the past, and uh, really it was not a solution because it was it was really blocking progress for myself, for my self, for my learning of the new role that I was uh, uh, entrusted to have for such a big mission. And um, I, I could not allow it to happen. And of course, fears, fears of not knowing, uh, of not being enough, right? Of not knowing enough, of, of uh, uh, even uh, fears of not being able to express yourself because of lack of knowledge which which also is limiting blocking because then you are perceived completely different by others and it's not fair because you have as a person so much to offer <laughs> and the fears yes. and limiting beliefs really stop you from uh, shining <laughs> yes and and then you start to look for validation right and yes. instead of moving forward and doing your work you look for validation and validation and validation um, which, you know, um, then takes a lot of energy, you know, instead of uh, just doing the work that you're yeah. very capable of doing. That's right. And because if I was untrusted this uh, role, uh, then I, then uh, the, it means the, the firm uh, uh, exactly. believes in me, right? But we forget often about it. We doubt, we doubt. And this I observe in others so much. And I, I try when I have a chance to, to remind them that, we have to just open our mind to being curious and just showing our best. Yes. Often these things also uh, goes into different areas of our life. So you came in, you said, you know, many people that come to see me, they do have a new role or a new function or a new industry or a new something in their life. And they, they just want to go about feeling comfortable about it and they have self-doubts and which is normal. We all do. Right. Um, and, uh, Sometimes that also shows up in our life, in our personal life. Was there any areas of your personal life where you think that this was also showing up? Yes, uh, it could it could be also in my relations with friends, uh, where I, I often could have uh, you know assumed if I'm not contacted by by the person, it means I'm not interested enough. But it's the opposite. It's possible, not the opposite, but rather it's it's I basically. Um, what I've learned to do is understand why, you know, I don't hear from them. It's usually because people are busy and they have so many situations in, in their own personal lives that uh, that take away their time and focus. Uh, so I would often be sensitive to to those uh, exa to those situations. And uh, working with you helped me to basically be neutral be neutral and uh, and mind, <laughs> mind my own business yeah. and always be welcoming and open and, of course, curious about 
my friends and uh, on my personal development as well i i um i started being more curious uh about areas for growth because i at at some point i thought oh i know so much uh, but it was not serving me enough, right? So I, at some point, I, I reached a plateau in my in my growth, and I was not getting the results I wanted. So again, limiting beliefs, and in, um, again, they were uh, <laughs> and uh, they they basically were eliminated, and more information started flowing into into my reality. That was very helpful. Yeah. And it's very interesting because we don't only do the work to course correct or to let go of limiting beliefs and everything. Sometimes we just want to, you know, propel ourselves. And this is something you've used. Like you've used the work we've done together to um, go about your dreams, to go about things you want to do, to go about projects, to go about learning new stuff in different areas. I remember you were waking up early in the morning, doing the meditation, the curtain kriya, other other things, right? And and you started to do all these things, journaling and and having those visuals, and 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 you know things started to happen to around you um, by you know investing your energy into um, very looking forward propelling activities certainly yes and this actually is a is the result uh, and very important one that i i really want to focus on on uh, discussing here on how our work allowed me to become more focused and determined and really motivated motivated to uh, see the change because I feel like we are we all know of the tools, know of the techniques. We read so many, uh, so much literature, but we really don't put it into work, and we are not consistent enough to really start seeing and observing and acknowledging results. So yes, uh, thank you. I'm very proud because I have joined that uh, 5 a.m. club that Robin Sharma um, really talks about so much and, and talks about the, the benefits. And actually, we, we are aware that those people who, the most, who are the most successful in, in, in life and most resilient, they do uh, take time for themselves. And the best time to do it is in the morning, early morning, uh, when the rest of the world is sleeping, so we don't have distractions. It's the most uh, empowering um, hour uh, of, of our day to prepare for the day, not to chase the day. So yes, I have uh, adopted this lifestyle and it, it brought me incredible results in terms of uh, building my the level, multiplying my level of resilience to the point that I have started being contacted by from my network of highly achieved individuals that I admire, that I look up to. They actually started looking up uh, to me to to inspire them and uh, show and and talk about benefits of of that resilience building. Uh, Skills and the effects that resilience uh, brings into our reality. So, as you know, resilience is our ability to to deal with any type of adversity, with any challenges. We faced with hundreds of challenges a day. We don't even realize, but everything, yeah. every anything that that doesn't go according to our expectations, right? Or anything that we meet uh, as a surprise uh, in, on a in a daily basis, it is 
it requires our resilience to to know how to react, to to maintain our composure, to remember about our long-term vision, to to apply our our reasoning, to have the health necessary to support uh, what we need to deal with so our body can handle it, to have the tenacity and persistence, and of course, apply it all within the collaboration because we're always surrounded and by with people mm-hmm. and dependent on those as well. If I piggyback on what you just said, was there a moment in the time we worked together? So we worked together a year. We started, I think, in um, probably uh, August. a year ago. Yeah, in August. August. Last, yes, even more yeah. than a year. Yeah. So was there a moment um, when we worked together that you said, oh, I'm going back, like I'm sliding back. It's not working. It's not. It, this is not really where I wanted to go or, or I'm not sure I'm going to be able to make it. Like, was there moments where you slide back? Because that's always a question I get, right? Which which would happen? It's not, it's not nothing bad about it, but do you remember or did, no? No, Jalina, never. And you know, I want to remind everybody that change is hard at the beginning, messy in the middle and beautiful at the end. <laughs> so I remembered my vision and it's the most important part of resilience. It's to have the vision. It's where you want to get. It's your main motivator. So if you remember of your vision, then this the journey becomes so much easier to handle. Yes, it's messy in the, in, in the middle of the process because we sort of still want to remain our old selves in our comfort and and still not see the results as maybe we were we want to, to see at the time of the, during that period or that we discussed. Uh, so yes, it that the doubts can over overpower, but no, no, no. I was too determined, and I think that's actually in my. Uh, this is part of me that when I set a vision, when I know what I want, I don't give up. I just go, go, go. I maintain my, you know, tenacity and and, and find yes. that resource within me to reach to it. Because this is what my curiosity yes. is. So when I get to the wow, how is it going to be? Yeah, I, I remember you've been coming to those sessions very prepared, always doing the work in between. Whatever suggestions I had, you would go and run by it and try it and do it. And and that's really, um, that is really something uh, to say about you. So if you were going to look back and, and say something to the little Natalia, what would you tell her today? Everything is possible. And... Uh... <laughs> yeah, everything is possible and uh, always, always stay positive because you can achieve anything you decide. It's all, it's all in your mind. It's all in your head. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's great. Um, so you did, we did the work and then, you know, we ended the sessions because you had done everything we could do together to... You know, and and there was big dreams around it, and we had fantastic sessions, lots of visualization, and lots of metaphors and images, and it was great work, really uh, fascinating. Um, and then you went by, and uh, I know you continued your journey. So, is there anything you would like to share about after sessions, when when you realize that really change are ha- is happening, that your behaviors are changing, that your life is changing? And you're like, wow, all this work I've done, we've done together, but all the other work you've done as well, 
uh, now it's really paying off. Completely, two hundred percent. And uh, and as I uh, already d- during our conversations recently offline, we I I actually uh, shared with you that what we have recorded in our sessions, I'm living it now. Uh, so <laughs> it, it, it's it's hard to believe. And at the time that we were recording, it seemed impossible impossible that it would be happening but it is <laughs> happening it is happening to to the world that you have <laughs> recorded uh in the session because i'm still listening to them and and i'm like i'm spi- smiling every time because now i am experiencing it so um certainly um and in addition as uh, as i had mentioned before I have established my myself a res- reputation of a resilience ambassador. So I am doing a lot of speeches across the world now, of course, um, remotely via via uh, Zoom and other um, uh, outlets. But certainly, I'm inspiring uh, g- different generations, young generations, to remind them that they can dream, they have to dream big and and they they just have to maintain that have that vision and have that composure and maintain their health and you know go through all the all the necessary um uh situations but but never give up and at the same time i i am also an inspiration to those high achievers who already have seen a lot in their in their lives and uh, I am a reminder for them to continue dreaming uh, that there is much more that is possible in addition to what they have achieved. And uh, yeah, just to, to be a positive uh, uh, light <laughs> into the, in, within mm-hmm. their lives. Um, can you share a moment of vulnerability, like a moment where, you know, despite all the work and everything, you found yourself a bit vulnerable and you said, okay, this is when now I need to pull in everything I've learned and everything I've done to um, get me out of this difficult moment? Uh, yes, of course, I, I can share when I was uh, for the first time approached uh, to, to speak uh, uh, in front of a large audience on, on the resilience topic. And certainly at that time, I was not prepared at all to take that challenge on. I, I felt very proud, humbled, and, and really, uh, you know, uh, acknowledging that it, part of my dream was being realized, but I was not prepared. So it certainly made me vulnerable because I wanted to, to, to accept and, 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 and make an impact. So I accept that, that uh, opportunity, but also I wanted to come across as, as uh, you know, as knowledgeable, as prepared, as well-spoken as I could be. So it actually was an incredible opportunity for me to further uh, explore the topic of resilience. And uh, I found incredible wealth of, 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 of information and it allowed me to, to get certified as a resilience coach uh, and, uh, and really uh, get fully equipped uh, with the necessary material to, to then share with the audience uh, and, and maximize the results. Uh, and I went through all of it in a very short period of time, of course, while working uh, full time on my uh, on the job <laughs> that I that I love so much. And um, 
you know, the, the, I found that strength and I found that time and I found all of the necessary <laughs> elements to achieve that. And of course, it was not without <laughs> maximizing on all the uh, tools that you, Janilen, shared with me, the Satanam <laughs> meditation, your <laughs> recordings, uh, etc. So it, they empowered me so much and uh, gave me the strength and uh, eliminated that that um, that um, anxiety potentially that I could have had. And, and again, potentially some limiting beliefs or fears that were getting through uh, because it was an yeah. unknown. It was unknown for me area. As much as I dreamt of it, it was unexpected and unknown. And that's what's beautiful when we, when we work with you, when we uh, remove every, all the, you know, records from the past that, um, that keep us in our comfort zones that are actually not so comfortable. Um, when we eliminate those, then we become open uh, to the world of possibilities. And even if we are not ready to to um, for that new opportunity, we still are capable to find strengths and uh, and energy to uh, to you know to organize our forces and, and really shine <laughs> um so yes uh, the feedback was amazing wow. and it just propelled into many uh, more uh, opportunities uh since then since my first it's amazing speech. because it's it, you know you're out there having to make a speech on resilience and you have to pull that resilience within you yeah. right to be yeah. able to really do it so it's very beautiful how it plays out and, and, and works out. What is it like to be under hypnosis? Some people, you know, sometimes they always wonder, you know, am I going to say things that I don't want to talk about? Am I going to see things that I don't want to see? What, what was your experience like? It's liberating. It uh, detaches you from, you know, any, or any of those heavy weight that you can be carrying uh, when, when going into the session with you. It's, it's very, um, it also gives you hope that you 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 are working towards the make making a difference into your, into your life. So for me, the way I feel, it it's really really liberating and and you and liberating feeling really and empowering also because under hypnosis, then you can choose what what you wanna become and what you don't want anymore, right? So you decide during the process you identify in that process what you don't want anymore and what you want to invite into your mind, into your life. So it's an incredible liberating and empowering feeling for me. Um, yeah. And they all accepted They all accepted your invitation. They all came in. Yes. <laughs> everything you wanted. Yes. Everything you wanted. They just came in. Um so we, we, I have to say, we laugh a lot. You know, we cry, we laugh, everything. But, um, you know, it's far from being that dramatic um, process. Like it's a very uh, empowering process where sometimes we can go to uneasy moment, but we move through them um, mm -hmm. in a very uh, detached way, right? Mm -hmm. which, which brings a lot of distance from, from those sometimes yes. difficult past events. Yes. And again, past those difficult past events is our emotions, how we reacted to those events. So uh, the best is to maximize the result of of, our, of the work with you is to really 
really detach and let be without worrying about judgment uh you know of the coach that that is there because it's genuine you are there to really guide us to really help us to release everything that is no longer working for us and and identify what would be the next steps and together choose because you really have the right words we often forget <laughs> uh forget how to describe our future or our present or what we want but you really even during the during the the session i, I just listen to to how you record and how you uh, <laughs> project my my future or what how i wanted and you describe it in the most undescribable way that is even we cannot <laughs> even um dream of and you help us dream you helped you help me dream you 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 allow us to dream so it's incredible i uh, i mean yeah incredible images and i know one day you'll be back in in my on my podcast and publicly we'll be able to share a lot about uh what you um had envisioned at the time um and i i'm really looking forward to that but um What 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 should I wish for you for for the next next year or so? That um that I I really continue living my purpose because I think it's my my biggest uh, yeah it's my purpose to live my purpose and and remind others that they have the resilience they need uh to achieve their biggest dreams and also um I want to continue living my dream <laughs> as as you help me to do so. <laughs> so. <laughs> and um and uh can you just remind everybody what resilience really is? Like, you know, it's a word we can all have different, you know, connotation. What, what how would you in your own words describe resilience? For me, resilience is my ability to move advance and move forward despite any challenges that i encounter and really for me it's about being goal oriented working towards my vision being proactive not wait even for adversity to happen but be open minded and learn to manage emotions so because it's all about our emotional reactions right and uh, adversity we can uh, we can uh, experience it in many ways there can be both large and small everyday challenges and that's that's what really we have to prepare to deal with to be able to bounce back from any difficult situations so it's about building our emotional emotional state and strengths within uh, would you say would you say what um my view would be that also in that resilience portion it's the ability to find support it's the ability like it's not all sometimes you know some people um or some situation requires that you need a hand you need someone or you need a group of people or you need something right resilience is also about knocking at doors and asking for help if you need so that that would be my view yeah. but what do you think about that yes yeah, certainly resilience the way i i actually teach resilience or remind others about uh how resilience can be built 
exactly, Janilen, you provided an important aspect, uh, uh, important uh, um, um, uh, pillar of resilience. It's collaboration, right? We, we certainly mm. need that support network. We need that social context. Uh, and uh, within our uh, within our life, so certainly the ability to to be able to collaborate, but to be able to collaborate, we have to be emotionally stable. We have to be empathetic. We have to be uh, open minded, and uh, we have to manage our beliefs uh, about the world and about ourselves and about others and uh, choose what information we want to use uh, and, uh, you mm-hmm. know, what information we need, we, we, we want to focus on because there is the world of information that also parts on who we choose within our network to, to be support. But in addition to what you have mentioned, it all starts with vision because if we don't have a vision where we want to be, then we can certainly uh, get lost and be, be um, weak, become weak uh, uh, in front of any challenge, even somebody's reaction to us, somebody co- somebody's comment can completely uh, uh, disempower us. So, but if we know we have a vision, we have a purpose, a goal, uh, a congruence, then we disregard that or we treat it differently. Then we t- it takes a composure to be able to regulate emotions and uh, be calm and in control reasoning for problem solving that's when the actual challenge and adversity happens to be resourceful Mm -hmm. uh, to be healthy to maintain good nutrition good sleep uh, hygiene exercise or remember to exercise it includes all the breath work activities and all the uh, soul and body development and tenacity persistence persistence to be realistically optimistic to be able to bounce back. Hmm. That was that's all like that. additional elements to that you had mentioned to uh, to add to collaboration. Yeah. So I like that really. You know, um, there's something you said. It's like at the end of the day, if you understand that you have control over your beliefs, like you can absolutely choose your belief, as you were saying earlier, right? Your beliefs about yourself, your belief about the world, etc., and then. It manages your emotion and it helps you to get resilient because if you decide and choose on the beliefs you want to have, then it creates emotions that are healthier and then you act, um, you know, in a, in a more coherent way. Um, what would you say your beliefs about the world uh, that have changed the most over the past year, year and a half? About the world, um, about the world and about the people, I, I feel that... Um, the way now I, I see uh, the world is that uh, I, I look at people as we all we are all vulnerable. So I am being empathetic much more and I don't take per- things personally. This is the biggest learning I've, I've really uh, had because if you don't take things personal, then it means you become empathetic towards others and you try to put yourself in their shoes in, uh, about their reactions, the choices they make, because we're all dependent on each other, right? Uh, on the decisions mm-hmm. we make, uh, leaders make certain decisions that then affect uh, big populations or the companies, employees, etc. But um, I, I, I learned to understand that they also have a lot of 
uh, elements that affect their decision making and part of it is also vulnerability and also I learned about the world is not to be afraid and be very curious I've always been curious mm. but um, it's the curiosity that I practice a lot and remind others to be curious because the the world is full of possibilities if we open our minds and our uh, yes and our we remove our routines so we become more curious about the world uh, and then it it, it, it it opens up to us as well so this is general holistic approach that really helps me in many situations so there's one belief that I think you kind of named through the interview which is um, without really um, naming it it's about the world and it was, and I had it just in my mind a few seconds ago, but you said it earlier. Oh yeah, the past. The past is not necessarily the future. And that is something now that I think you have absolutely integrated, right? It's not because a, a past experience or something that happened that was, you know, not conclusive or difficult. And if you see some resonance in the present, it doesn't mean that it's going to be the same conclusion or the same thing. And this is something I believe you talked about earlier that I think could really also tool people uh, for resilience. What do you think? Absolutely. Thank you. Yes. And to add to this is that um, I really adopted an approach of risking forward. So basically leaving behind <laughs> all the experiences and really venturing into something unknown. It can start just from approaching a person uh, that you would normally never approach. It's either uh, in person or even via, uh, through LinkedIn um, or other social media outlets and really, uh, you know, be curious about them and ask questions. And I think most of us really are afraid to do so because we, we don't know how the reaction, but why don't we risk forward and see what happens? And 99.9% .9 of the time, you will be really pleasantly surprised uh, from the outcome. Uh, and then, of course, when we risk forward, we have the ideas and, and new ideas that come for us. And I, I really take that approach of trusting the idea that can lead to the idea. So, Risk forward, yeah. you have an idea, try it and see where it leads you. Because I became very uncomfortable in the in being in the comfort zone. <laughs> so for me, it's always <laughs> curiosity that that drives me. Yeah. And it made wow. it helped me to achieve a lot of my dreams and personal goals. Yes. Fantastic. I have one last question and then I'll 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 let you um, wrap up. So if you could grant a, a belief to a very dear friend, somebody you love, what belief would you grant this person? Be curious. Be curious. Mm. Because I believe you need to be curious because what would be the belief? Because everything is possible. Okay, there you go. It loops it back to what you similar. said to the little it Natalia. Very, it sounds very simple, but it, it, it answers all the questions that can be, you know, uh, I like it in simple, to put things in simple world. It's a simple yeah. words. Well, that's what you said to the little Natalia. So you have a lot of congruence today in, in, your, um, in what you're talking about. So I guess you love the little Natalia then, because I said, what, do you, what would you wish to somebody you love? And you said the exact same thing you said to the little Natalia. So yes. I, I guess you yes. love her too. Yes. <laughs> 
So, oh, maybe that last question is, it happens to me. So what was your, like when you started to have that dialogue with the little, the little you, um, what, what, what struck you? What, what, um, what impacted it had in your life? What impact? We basically, uh, we became a, a big force together, right? We, we joined forces <laughs> and uh, this was re- very empowering uh, because there was no more um, going backwards and that those doubts were no longer present in, our, in building our future and risking forward. And uh, yes, str- together we, we are stronger. <laughs> so the little Natalia okay. really, <laughs> really grew up quickly. And because she's curious, she wants to experience the world. Uh, yes. Oh, that's fantastic. So people may wonder, right? When we work together, we sometimes go back to younger version of us who have faced some adversity or some challenges. And we have those conversations with that little us to, to help grow. As you said, and and Natalia, little Natalia surely grew very quickly. <laughs> yes. uh, so people who want to hear more about what you want to share, what you have to share, people who want to connect with you, um, how how you know how do they reach out to you? Welcome to reach out to me on LinkedIn. I'm very very active there, and uh, I built actually one more achievement I've had since our sessions, Janelian is that my network grew uh, 10 times uh, since since our work. Yes, at the beginning of our work together, I had around 1,000 connections, followers. Now I have 11,000. So I'm very proud of having having that interest and being able to inspire uh, the globe because my connections uh, and my network uh, ranges Mm. from every part of the world. And this is something that I love. I I am somebody, (laughs) I like to make a global impact. So certainly you can start by reaching out to me on uh, LinkedIn, and then uh, soon my website will be up so we can connect further. And I really, I'm happy to, to, to assist and make an impact on your life. And I want to just remind that uh, resilience is knowing that you are the only one who has the power and the responsibility to pick yourself up. And to pick yourself up, please <laughs> reach out to Janilen because she really <laughs> knows how to to help us to get uh, to get back up and move forward. <laughs> so, thank you, Natalia. Um, it's really a co-creation. It's um, I can only work with people who want to do the work, and I can only work with people who are open to to do the work as well. And it's it's that you know connection between. Um, between uh, me and the client and the person who wants to, to do the work, right? That gives really the, the results. Um, in conclusion, uh, any words before I wrap up for good? Uh, any words? I just want to say that I have accumulated a long list of dreams that I want to achieve. And I know when I work with you, they all come true. So certainly looking forward to continuing our collaboration and encourage everybody who is listening <laughs> to uh, reach out to Jandilen if they dream and uh, they want to make their dreams to realize because that's incredible feeling. Oh, wow. Thank you so much, Natalia. And yes, looking forward to do more work together. Um, and for everybody who's listening, um, I think it's very important to understand today that, you know, you can be 
on the top of your mountain and still benefit from doing work, um, from going and and, uh, letting go of your limiting beliefs. Because the mountain you know is the mountain you know. But then once you remove the limiting beliefs, you know, there are other mountains and plateaus and places to go that you don't really have access to because you're kind of stopped by uh, the limiting beliefs. But you can't really know it until they're removed. And that's the beauty of it. I think, you know, peeling the onions, letting go of the limiting beliefs can really lead you to places that are extraordinary, even if you already are in a good place. You might struggle with certain parts of your life or certain beliefs or certain things, but still be successful. Uh, But then the real joy, as Natalia said it, you know, it's really when you get free from, you know, the limiting beliefs and you can really move forward uh, in a very more um, coherent and congruent way, as you just uh, said it, to take your words. So I hope you loved that episode. It was an immense pleasure for me to talk again with Natalia and connect and hear about all those great things that are happening for her and she that she makes happen, that she also do the work and wake up early and does all the things she loves to do. And uh, I wish you uh, a long, long, long journey of success, uh, empowering and uh, inspiring people to be resilient. Until next time, as you know, it's just a belief.